In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. You're very welcome to the Brendan Option, your favourite head-wrecking Catholic programme, brought to you by Father Brendan Kilcoyne, courtesy of Immaculata Productions. If you like our work, uh, in fact, even if you don't, you might consider subscribing. Uh, you might consider giving us an old hand, you know, a few, a, few, a few quid, as we say, in these, in these, in these parts, um, via Patreon, PayPal, and so on. Your comments, likes, hugely appreciated. Matters Synodal. Yes, 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 I know. I know I'm obsessed. I am obsessed. Okay. The last time I talked about the Synod, and I love talking about the Synod. The last time I talked about the Synod, I, I suggested that the whole status and function of the parish would have to be looked at. If you're still reeling from my ecclesiological brilliance, if you barely recovered, if your intellect is just finished grappling with the amazing... All right. In any case, this time I'm going to talk about another issue I think the Synod should look at. And I'm not messing. I mess maybe to entertain you. I'm deadly serious about the point. Disney's looking at. And I don't find it easy to say that Disney's looking at. And one or two friends of mine are going to have to lean against the wall to hold themselves up with laughter when they hear me coming out with this because I've argued passionately in the opposite direction in the past. I'm merely giving you my mind as it is now. I think the religious life is actually far more crucial in all of this than we may think. And I think we may be t tempted to pay lip service to it, but internally discounted because we are surrounded by dying orders. And I'm not being disrespectful. Relatives of mine gave their lives in some of those orders. I'm deeply proud of the work of Edmund Ignatius Rice, of all of them, of all of them. N Nagel, uh, Rice, uh, Macaulay. Interestingly, all of them came from a bit of money. It was the middle classes that led the revolution, as so often the case. The middle classes have a bit of money and they have a bit of leisure. They've also a bit of education and confidence. But sad to say, religious life is to a considerable extent not entirely moribund in Ireland at the moment. It's in a winter phase. But to a Christian, the metaphor of winter is entirely appropriate because winter is a temporary phase and it's followed by spring. And the signs of spring are already here. I'm thinking of the work here at the moment of um, the CFRs, the Friars of the Renewal, I'm thinking of the work, the superb work of the Home of the Mother, brothers, priests, sisters. I, the, the, and there are, there are several other, other orders. I'm, think, I'm thinking of the, of the excellent work being done at Silverstream Monastery. I name that because it's a, a new uh, interpretation. Again, it's a, centered on, on perpetual adoration, the Blessed Sacrament of the Benedictine Charism. There are, there are shoots Significantly, the inspiration is coming either from the New World, which is a daughter church of the Irish church, the American church, or from uh, Spain. 
But there's no shame in our being inspired by Spain, which was in its day the great Catholic power and to which Irish people looked up for so many centuries. No, no, this is very inspiring. But here's the crunch. It's not simply that religious life is a nice thing. I want the Synod to consider whether in fact religious life is not absolutely crucial in our dealing with this highly mobile and uh, demographically flexible uh, society in which now we have to minister and function. Many people now looking at the situation will say, ah, well, we should be concentrating on the diocesan priests. Probably the future is with the parish. The religious orders seem finished. The religious orders for a start aren't finished. Religious orders have been dying and being born in the history of the church for, for, for millennia. For millennia. The Benedictines are literally, they must be about, what are they, 1500 years old? More? Oh, what a, what a tradition. What a tradition. I mean, the average life, I think, of an order in the church is something around 200 years. I think, I think that's about the average, but I'm open to correction on that. Now I'm reaching back into stuff I read, but without researching it again to, you know, to be sure what I'm talking about. Look it up for yourself, or if you know better, put it in the comments. So I, I wouldn't panic at orders dying out, and I wouldn't pronounce a death sentence on the Mercy or Prez yet either, or on the Christian Brothers. I, I, that, that charism is so rich, I think it's going to be reinterpreted in the developing world, and it'll come back to us. As, 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 as inspiration is coming back to us from the developed world, which is the daughter of our church, the American, the American church. Partly the daughter of our church. Partly. But in no small part, and the Americans are very quick and very generous to point it out. The work of focus in UT, UCD, for example, which is a lay organisation, the Fellowship of Catholic, the Fellowship of Catholic University Students, uh, founded by Curtis Martin in America some 20 years ago. 25 years ago, maybe. I think that's, I mean, the ecclesial movements that are emerging, neo-catechumenate, focolare, um, uh, communion and liberation, Opus Dei is, is, is older than any of them, I think. Um, and Opus Dei really anticipated the council, as did the Legion of Mary, which is making a comeback. No, no, the, the synod has to look at the fecundity of that tradition which is constitutive to the church. The monastic calling, for example, has been present in the church as far as I know since, uh, I think, at the latest, the third century. We're talking at this stage something that's constitutive. But we're talking also of something that may actually be an ideal instrument in the hands of the church as it has been in the past in dealing with a highly mobile and flexible and flexible society, where in, 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 in the last one I, t I talked about the way in which the parish is going to have to be looked at. In this one I'm pointing out that the religious life may be absolutely crucial, not simply in supplementing the work of the parish, it may actually replace the work of parishes. Remember the hubs I was talking about? So the, I think the diocesan priesthood, the secular priesthood is going to have to be reinterpreted. I can see secular priests actually living together in sort of oratories in the future. In, in, you know, groups of secular priests without vows just living together. And the council did envisage that. Not necessarily as oratories, but they did envisage diocesan priests living together where at all possible. In central presbyteries and serving many parishes out of those. 
Because, by the way, I think the loneliness of the life of the diocesan priest is becoming insupportable now for many of the young priests. That's a, I'm open to contradiction on that, but that's, that's, an, inf, that's an informed opinion. No, I think the, the, the religious life is crucial and is going to have to be looked at carefully. It hasn't gone away. And thank God, because it shouldn't go away. And it may be that another of its golden ages is about to come upon us. As a scattered Catholic population will be highly mobile, on excellent, able to avail of superb transport, will be able to move distances to the church of their choice, to the community of their choice, to the spirituality of their choice. And why not? Why not? I mean, if a Catholic wishes to avail of, of charismatic liturgy and spirituality, why not? If, she, if they wish to avail of the TLM, of the, of the old rite, again, subject to the, you know, subject to the laws of the church and, 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 and what have you. Um, servatus servandis, as they used to say, all things needing to be observed, having been observed. Why not? They want the Novus Ordo, the mainstream, mainstream, why not? You know? And the religious orders will be more, they'll be, they'll be more, how would you put it, travel-friendly. The diocesan priesthood at the moment is still and historically very much, it's, our mentality is very much a stable ecclesiastical circumscription, as the Code of Canon Law would say, uh, a stable territory, a territory, a physical territory. <sighs> I don't know whether that's going to answer as easily to, to our needs, but I think the religious life may. I think the monastic life is going to be crucial because we're going to need loads of prayer. But as well as that, because people will gravitate towards these monastic centres. And I think the religious are going to be crucial because they are so mobile. They're just, it's so easy, you know, to shut a, well, not easy, but a house can be shut, a house can be opened. Uh, a parish is a rather more lumbering, uh, earthbound piece of kit. I just put that out to you. So, you you Catholics out there, okay, all you cool cats. You see, you hear that? That encompasses trad cats, rad cats, cat cats. Uh, I'm just making the half of this up, okay? But all cool, all cool, because coolness is one of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. You didn't know that? Yeah, well, that's your problem, isn't it? I may be taking liberties, slightly. I want you to mull on this. Mull on this. I want you to chew on it. I want you to masticate it. I want you to ruminate on it. I want you to go into the synod with ideas. I want you going in there edgy, intellectual, dangerous, with hooded eye and a faint, mysterious allure. Look, will you just think about it? Okay, so that we're not bored to death and don't sleep through the whole damn thing. We need to be tackling these core things. Commented already, is the parish not a bit inflexible for what we need? Commenting now, is the religious life not perfectly attuned? Is it not the fact that God has already put a superb, highly adaptable instrument into our hands? At this ecclesiological arms fair, 
Should we really be throwing this out? Or would it not admit of uh, recalibration? I put it to you. Think about it. And while you're thinking, may God bless you. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. <laughs>